Hello and welcome to Nourish with Nicole, the podcast where we discuss all things holistic health and wellness. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm a holistic health coach and I have helped over hundreds of people change their lifestyle, build better habits, lose weight, gain confidence, all with a holistic, natural approach. I'm here to help you understand that taking care of your entire self from your body, mind, and soul has many benefits that will help you be successful on your journey of health. This podcast is designed to educate, inspire, and motivate. Grab your coffee and let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to the Nurse with Nicole podcast. I'm here with Coach Yannicka, and we are starting strong on this Monday afternoon and coming at you with how to balance your home and life because I feel like a lot of people struggle with this. And we are going to give you some tips and we're going to come bring up some comments that some of our clients as well. How are you doing, Yannicka? What do you want to add to that? I'm good. Yeah. So we're going to look at the how people balance their work and home life because what I've noticed, and I'm sure you can kind of attest to this, is that more and more people are working from home as well. But I also find that people are more and more attached to like their job, even when they're not at their job environment. And we see this all the time coming up in new coaching applicants. People are seeing that they're really stressed out. They struggle to find balance. They struggle to have routines in place. And even week by week when we're doing check-ins, how many times of our clients are they struggling with things that are for them and for their well-being because of things that are tied to their jobs? Yeah, especially people that work from home like us, no balance at all. No. And so we had posted in our private Facebook community, we asked them, how do you maintain a work-life balance? Do you have boundaries? How do you maintain them? Just kind of open it up to people's responses. And I would say this is one of the hottest discussions that we ended up having in our Facebook group in a while. Everybody had something to contribute. And so I mentioned on there, I think it's important that, hey, like maybe we'll talk about this further. We'll do a podcast and see what people brought up. And maybe we can build off of some of these ideas or even just raise awareness about how the imbalance some people have is negatively impacting their goals and their lifestyle and their just their health as a whole. It's crazy that you say this because when we think about like work-life balance, like I have a goal on my whiteboard right here and it's a goal for 2024 and it says set work personal boundaries. (laughs) Those have not happened yet, but it's like, I feel like if I get a message from like a client or someone on the team, it's like, I have to get to it like right away. Even if it's like after a certain particular time, although even in my calendar, I have like finished work, no excuses. Yes. Sometimes I have to have meetings past a certain particular time and that's fine, but it's like, okay, well maybe I won't work so much during the day and I'll work a little bit later in the night. But then that also affects our sleep. And I was chatting with a client. She was like saying that she finds herself more like productive working to like 10 o'clock at night. And then she was struggling with her sleep. And I was like, do you see what's happening here? I said, screens, blue lights, all these things are going to disrupt your cardiac rhythm and it's going to affect your sleep and you're not going to get a deep sleep and that's going to affect how you feel rested. And then when I was doing my morning routine today and I pulled a card out, it was like redevelop or restructure your morning and nighttime routines. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, hey, well, my morning routine is good, but sometimes I, my night routine is me working because it's like, well, what else do I want to do? So I have decided that I'm going to be doing more of like, maybe like an evening, like yoga class that's going to like lead to some like winding down, reading a book and not doing other things that are going to distract me and be on my screen doing work. Right. 
Absolutely. And it's, it was interesting, even when I thought back about this question, because when I was a teacher, there was zero work life balance, I brought my homework or my work home with me, I would be up till 10, 11, marking, prepping, whatever the case is. Typically, I was back at school, like at in my classroom by 7am. And I always went in on Sundays for a full day, like it was just unreal. And then made the transition to coaching. And it's like, you would think that there's the ability to have better boundaries because you are kind of working for yourself and you set your own hours. But that just led to a whole other problem of like, well, now my job is literally inside my house and it's accessible all the time. And so much of our job is done on our phones and online, which is constant. Like it's never not right there unless we purposely like go into the mountains or like leave our phone at home. And so when I asked this question, the thing that came up a lot, people who tend to have more like office based jobs felt that they have a better ability to go to work like Monday through Friday, work their work hours and kind of leave things there. You know, they're not checking. Well, some people do for sure check work emails, but a lot of our clients commented like, nope, I can leave things there. And I get that. Like I worked at the government before I became a teacher and it was very much like I rarely ever took anything home. I wasn't worried about it. I didn't check my work emails. I was like, nope, like that's my job. Here's the rest of my life. But the people that commented where they are really struggling with it I found were those that are either working from home like as their job or they work for themselves or they have side hustles and how many people do we know that don't fit into one of those three things by now after like soon as like I think one big thing was like the pandemic like that yeah a lot of people to stay home after that and people found new interests and people found things that they enjoyed and I think for a lot of people what might have been a hobby turned into careers and jobs and is now consuming all hours and suddenly here we are and we're like oh my god yes I work as soon as I get up at six in the morning and I work till I go to bed so when we ask people what they do there was a few comments brought up that I thought was really interesting and maybe we can kind of like discuss these a little bit and some are very specific to certain jobs like we work with a lot of shift workers I find a lot of nurses and so the one gal actually commented that she has started saying no to that was the boundary that she could implement to keep work and her personal life a little bit separate and have some boundaries so that one wasn't constantly taking over the other one but how many people are willingly going to say no to overtime pay do you think that that's realistic or do you think like she like fantastic I love that she's doing this but how many people value their health and these boundaries over the extra few hundred bucks 100 and I have one client of mine who takes a lot of overtime and she is lacking like that sleep and stuff like that too and it's affecting her progress right and I 100 I know that and then another person said that they opted in one of their like part-time jobs to take on a different position. So a position that didn't require as much extra time or duties outside of like the work structure. And I know we have a couple of friends who worked in healthcare and they actually took on different roles within healthcare. One used to be like an acute critical nurse and it was just like, she was exhausted. She has a small family at home. She's like, I just want to have structure. So she actually ended up transferring within within healthcare, but to like a more office-based setting, which, you know, that was a big compromise. It's not, she's not as passionate about it, but she sees the long-term benefits of it. But again, how realistic is that? Like how many people are actually willingly going to be like, yes, I'll just change my position. Mm-hmm. Or if it's if it's like even an opportunity right. available for everybody. No. And then the one that I think this one's the one that we should like 
dig into. The one person mentioned their phone and the parameters that they have put up around their phone. And I'm just, you know, when we talk about our phones are what keeps us tied to our emails, our work, the people, etc. So this gal mentioned that she has, what did she say? She Her phone goes on do not disturb at 7 p.m. And all the apps lock out at 9 p.m. until 5 a.m. And when I read that, I'm like nine to five, like that doesn't seem like long enough, but that's because I'm like an old lady and I'm in bed by 9.30. But she said, since doing this, her children behaviors improved bedtime routines have become easier she's not stressing about work stuff until at least the next morning because she literally can't see it and she said her mental health has improved greatly so I know when I was still at the school I think you had suggested it to me to like put a sleep focus on my phone because otherwise I was just like up all hours of the night so I have my phone goes to sleep mode at 9 30 p.m every night but all that it means is it's just the screen automatically dims and I have to like unlock every app if I choose to like open it which I would say it used to be a bigger deterrent than it is now now I'm like if I really want to go see something I'll unlock the app it's fine so maybe it's not working that well for me anymore but I think yeah like having boundaries around your phone is probably a huge one for people setting boundaries between work and home I think that's the biggest thing too is like if your work phone is like your personal phone and you get alerts and if you see something red like an email come in it's like you're gonna go read that right so right away having those apps turned off it's like us it's like I have all of my alerts turned off on all of my social media all during the day it's like because that can obviously distract me at nighttime or during the day when I'm trying to like do computer work and I see something pop up I'm gonna get distracted and go there right so I think it's important for people to use those those resources if you can and just look to show what that lady said in terms of like how her mental health has improved how her child's behavior has improved all of those things which is crazy to think what have you noticed Yonica like I know when you were a teacher it was hard for you because you were becoming a coach so you were a full-time like teacher but then also full-time like coach here and I know that you were well you're obviously just building up yourself there but what did you find that like worked for you or did you just say screw it I can't (laughs) I would say back then when I was trying to like build one up so I could leave the other it was very much like a we are like red eyeing everything like I and I knew that I knew it was going to be a short term approach to this I think you know had I had things not been as dire at the school as they were where I was like I need to leave like this is not well for me I could have elongated that process and it wouldn't have had to be so drastic but I just I was ready to like nope we gotta go like however this means I don't care if I don't sleep but since then and we talk about it quite a bit as like coaches about the boundaries that we try to set I think with clients, because that's where a lot of our stuff can cause us to work late at night is because clients can message late at night or we like want to check in on their days or we want to like encourage their workouts or whatever the case is because it's all done from our phone. It's just, it's so damn easy. But one of the things that I have that we all implemented, but that I know I've actually been fairly good about is not responding to messages after 7 p.m. and not responding to messages at all on Sundays. Mm -hmm. And for a long time, it took, it was really hard to do that. And it might, it sounds so minor when we say it, but there was a lot of guilt that came with it. And I think a lot of people, the reason we have these terrible work-life balances is because we feel guilty and we feel like we owe something to the people on the other end. It's not that I actually am worried that like I'm not going to get my job done if I don't do it tonight at 10 p.m. Like I know my work is going to get done tomorrow. I have everything laid out. I have, but I feel some weird obligation to respond to people because they just message. So that must mean that they expected a response right away. Mm -hmm. And 
like you said, like we're on our phones all the time. And like, one thing is, is like, how do we like separate that? It's like, we're out to the mountains, right? So I find like, when I even go visit my parents for like a day, if I don't take my computer, then it's like, I can't do anything, right? So sometimes like, that's important for me to like physically remove myself from mm-hmm. my house to go out and do something. So then it's like, I'm not forced to work because it's like, I'm a very much homebody and I'm, and I'm at home a lot. So if I take myself out of my house and go do other activities, then I know that I'm forced myself to not work. So it's like, like I said, leaving my house in the evening to go do these yoga classes and stuff like that, which is going to benefit my personal life, but also going to support my work life as well, because I'm going to feel more relaxed and focus on all that. And like you said, it's like, we feel like an obligation to like message clients. And if we start to do that, and we're messaging them back within an hour or two, and then they expect that. And it's like, then we feel guilty if we don't do it the next time and the next time. And then they're like, did you get my message? It's like, yes. But like, again, that's why we have that in like contract too. So it's like, we have to create, we have to support our own self-care and our own boundaries and make sure that we follow what we have in place and understanding, like, like you said, the Sunday thing, like sometimes I tell my clients, I said, it's not that I'm like ignoring you. It's just that I need time off my phone. Right. And they're like, no, hundred percent. I get it. Like, if they're like, yeah. yeah. And I found out when I like reiterate that, or I say that I have never been met with somebody that was like, oh, but I need a response today. Mm-hmm. Anytime I've said that they're like, no, absolutely. Like I know this, I'm just messaging now. Cause it's on my mind. And I was like, oh, okay. And I think that's a good reminder too, is that we have to consider like, where do we feel like, where are we putting our emphasis? We know we're doing this. We need these boundaries for our own health so that we can show up for the people in our lives, whether that's our families, our friends or our clients. And yet we think that there's more importance in like a sense of urgency, but like when we act on a sense of urgency, at least for myself, sometimes I feel like resentful, I get frustrated. And I'm like, you're definitely not getting the best version of me right now. I just have my boundaries and I do things when I say I'm going to do them. I'm going to feel better. You're going to get what you need. And there's not going to be any like hard feelings about it. But it's, I think it's like people, people are worried about, and people don't like the discomfort that comes with setting these boundaries, but it's no different than when we've got clients and coming and we help them get started with meal prepping. Like that takes effort too, but you stick to it because you're like, this is what I want out of this. And so if people could understand what are they going to get out of having firmer boundaries around home and work, they might be more adamant on holding them too mm-hmm. it looks like get a better version of us when we're all in rather than mentally not okay because <laughs> we need that like reset day you know yeah i was just looking i saw that there's a comment but i can't quite read it all i can't read it all either let me open it up here one thing that i noticed is like we don't have kids so it's not as much of an impact maybe as other people would notice but with my husband like he also works from home and a lot of his stuff is also like on the computer and on the phone and so we had to be very intentional about like okay if we're gonna sit down and have supper together like we're literally sitting down one person doesn't start picking up their phone and start checking it because what is that messaging to the person that you're with if you're glued to this and this other person is in front of you like you're always choosing someone or something that's not even here like why is your allegiance on your phone right and i'm like i'm bad for that too like sometimes we'll be at my parents and i'll like your which is like you i need to turn all of them off because then i can be present otherwise i'm always like kind of one foot out the door being like oh but i gotta make sure i'm available for xyz and it's like no you don't that can wait like when we're in Kelowna the one time 
and they told us like the business guys, Brian and Cole, and they said, there is never going to be an emergency in your like nutrition, health, wellness coaching where that person cannot wait until it is time. And they said, if there is an emergency that big, they need to like, they should probably go to a hospital. It is not for you to like, oh my God, let me drop everything. And I was like, huh, like, I never thought about it that way. Like what could actually constitute as a big enough emergency that I have to always be available even on my personal time? Exactly. I 100%. Like I said, like, and we have to maybe always like remind ourselves about that. So Rhonda said, I just had an epiphany. The business messages that come in during personal time are because that is my client's personal time. My business duties are their personal duties. I'm trying to unpack that, Rhonda. <laughs> so as you brought up like about, about Jesse, like, I remember when I was in a relationship, like I always made sure that a majority or I was going to be done work by the time my other person got home. Anyways, yep. when my partner got home, I knew that he was gone from like six in the morning to six at night. So I was like, okay, I'm going to make sure that my work is done. Or we would have a conversation. It's like, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm going to watch football. Okay, great. Well, then I'm going to do some work. Are you okay if I do some work or I'll sit here and I'll watch with you, but I'll still right. be doing some work, right? Having that relationship kind of conversation. But as I'm starting to work with people and I'm starting to do more like one-on-one and VIP coaching with people and helping them through like day-to-day like struggles and things like this or struggling through a relationship, it's like, okay, you need to set aside one to two hours a week with your significant other, with your husband, with your boyfriend, where it's like you guys plan a date night. That can mm-hmm. be something fun that you guys do together. Maybe you go and you do a puzzle or you go to like the arcade but it's like something where you're not distracted with your phones like and Mm -hmm. that's the important thing like you have to have a serious conversation where it's like no phones not distracted because that is what is going we know that like social media is like the burn of all things in terms of relationships because it's like like you said you're actually like so distracted with someone that's not even in front of you and it's like you're trying to have a conversation with somebody in front of you and like you're in your phone like that is like to me like that is completely that's why communication is so big to me in terms of like relationships any kind of relationship I just feel like being straight open and honest and having that strict communication is important and that comes to having those boundaries from your phone and work and it's gonna not affect your home life I would also like encourage people to consider that take a look at like what you're doing right now for your job business whatever the case is if this was presented to you when you went to accept the job would you have taken it if they were like here's your job but we also want you to make sure that you're checking your emails after you leave work every 30 minutes make sure you respond to those things if something comes in at 9 p.m i'm gonna need you to respond like none of those things would ever be put out as expectations and had they been you would have been like hell no like i'm not doing this But the problem is that you start giving like a little bit of leniency all the time, right? We get comfortable in our jobs. We get confident with what we're doing. We like being the go-to person. We want to prove ourselves. And so we take like a little bit of an inch every time further and further away from like what is realistic for us or what is appropriate of being asked of us. And suddenly it's five years into your job and you look back and you're like, oh my God, yeah, like I've got, I have a friend like this, her work phone travels with her and when she like checks her personal phone she also checks her work phone and it'll be like seven o'clock at night on a Wednesday and I'm like what are you doing well just in case my boss emails and needs something and I was like is that part of your job description and I said this because I was like genuinely like this is what you do well no but it's just I mean like that's just how it is and I'm like says who 
And that's the problem. I think we've come to a place where we accept that this is just how it is because other people are doing it or because we think there's some expectation or again, because we have some guilt around not doing things, but it's like, no. And the same with all the people who take on like side jobs and side hustles. And we've got some amazingly talented clients who create baskets and all this stuff. And they take on more orders than what they actually have time to complete because they feel guilty for not being able to say yes to everybody. But then again, if I was like, okay, Two years ago when you decided to do this side hustle and yeah, you can do this, but just keep in mind, you're going to feel stressed out six out of seven days a week. You're going to cry a few times. It's going to end up costing you more than what you're making some days. Is that, would you have still taken it or you have been like, no, this is a terrible idea. Right. So it's like, are you, what's the word I'm looking for? Like doing an inventory. Are you auditing your job and your behaviors around your job regularly, or are you just allowing that little inch every single day to accumulate to the point where you are like, no, I don't have any boundaries. And if they start to like trickle over, then you get in the habit of doing it over and over again. And that's where it's mm -hmm. like, then you have to, like I said, do that inventory with yourself and kind of think back to when you yeah. started the job. Yeah. So I don't think there's ever going to be like a, this is how you create a great work-life balance. I just don't think it exists, especially not universally. But there's a lot of things that people can do if they're willing to like acknowledge where it's a choice, not you don't have to do this. You're choosing to do this. Exactly. And it's going to be different for everyone. It's going to look different for everyone. And like I said, when I was in a relationship, obviously, like I had someone to attend to and I had someone to commit to at the end of the night, just like you have Jesse, right? And like sometimes like you're like, I'm going to sit down and going to hang out with Jesse because I haven't seen him all day. And it's like, yeah, totally. But it's like for me, that's why I'm like, I think I have no boundaries right now but I think also too that's going to affect mm -hmm. my mental health and I have to look at like how am I going to be able to continue to show up for my people my my team if I am continuing burning myself at both ends and always doing work right so I have to have a more of a set balance for sure and put those in place and it's going to look different for everybody so if it's basically me forcing myself to go to my house that's what I gotta do <laughs> as much as I hate leaving my house <laughs> but you know what I have to do it so yeah you can't say, oh, I just don't have it. It's like, no, you have a choice to have it, but you have to be okay to make some difficult choices to keep it, right? Same with okay. you. You don't want to necessarily leave your house, but if that's what's going to get you started on some better boundaries, then that's what it is. Yep, for sure. Awesome. Was there anything else you want to add, Coach Yonica? No, I know we'll, we'll put this in the Facebook group there and everybody who contributed to this conversation can listen and maybe they've got some new ideas afterwards, which I would love to hear. Perfect. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in and we will see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you found value in today's episode, I would love it if you would share this with any friends or family who would benefit from the podcast or leave a review down below. If you are ready and want help in taking the next step in your health and wellness journey, you can head over to my Instagram, nourish.withnicole, click the link in my bio and fill out an application and learn how you can live your happiest, healthiest life. Thank you so much and I can't wait to chat next week.